welcome back to another episode of the Play for Keeps podcast. I'm Cameron Hay at Cameron underscore Hay on Twitter. And of course, I'm joined by Drew Williams at Dope is Drew on Twitter. LA has been on fire the last couple of weeks since the last time we were we recorded. Of course, we can't go outside. There haven't been any parades or anything, but the city of Los Angeles now holds the title of NBA champions with the Los Angeles Lakers and World Series champions with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. So we we're sitting pretty right now. We got robbed out of two parades, yeah. but I'm sure they'll happen eventually. Hopefully in the spring or whenever this pandemic. Well, I doubt that. Yeah, so I doubt that. Whenever we'll, something this maybe pan- next next fall. Whenever this pandemic can clear up, I would like to see the parades as well. But we're back to talk about not just the latest in the NBA that's going on, but we have a special episode lined up for you guys. But of course, before we get into that. The biggest news out of the NBA this past week, it has to be the proposed start date for the 2020-2021 season. What we see flying around is that it is likely a December 22nd start date for this upcoming season. One end. That's one end. And then then we have, you know, them talking about a a mid-late January push. They want to start. Players sound like they want to start around Martin Luther King Day. Right. And then the owners and the higher ups, quote unquote, all the TV deal, all the TV deal people want to start on December 22nd to get a 72 game schedule in. When you get to 70 games, all the TV money kicks in. That was a big part of why they wanted to finish the bubble, the bubble as well. So how do you feel about the NBA season from 2019, 2020 ending in October with the Lakers and the Heat playing in the finals and even teams like the Nuggets and the Celtics playing in October as well because they made the conference finals and having to turn right around and potentially pick back up and play in December. You know, I I feel they obviously have a disadvantage having such a quick turnaround. We've had teams that have been out since March, bro. Like, they haven't played at all for the whole year. So, like... They're like, man, we we they ready. need to knock off the rust. We're ready to, you know, get going as soon as possible. So I definitely, you know, get both ends of the argument. I I personally think seventy two games is a lot of games to fit in from December through April. Through April, trying to like finish on time and get back, you know, before the Olympics and they want to be on. Schedule. They want to get back on schedule for the seventy fifth anniversary season, the twenty twenty one twenty twenty two season which they have the all-star game lined up in cleveland just like they did for the 50-year anniversary right they're going to expand the 50 greatest players list to 75, 75 greatest players, players ever yeah. so and now, I, I definitely get like wanting to start on time i think that's a lot of games and i think they're going to be like a lot of three games and five nights oh, and everything sure. and I wonder how people are going to respond to that and, and not doing it in a bubble and having all this travel like, I wonder how they're going to handle the testing and everything. Cause, yeah. I mean, the, the NFL, they've had, like, a few people. And obviously, in college football, we see Trevor Lawrence got it and everything. The like, whole Florida football team seems like they have it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all going to be very, very interesting. I, I I hope they, you know, start back up in December. That that, w- that would be good because, you know, we don't really have too too long of a layoff. No. But, I know, think that the 72 – not. Well, I think the 72-game season starting in December, I think that even if some of the players, I don't know how many are pushing back against it or who exactly is pushing back, 
but everybody thinks it's LeBron. Everybody thinks, but everybody thinks everything is LeBron. Like it's they're <laughs> like, bro, LeBron is trying to get them to go back to 50, 55 games starting January. Do you think LeBron is really the guy who's pushing? Back? LeBron is within arm's reach of Kareem for the points leader. Like, yeah, I think he needs as many games as possible. Here, here's the thing: is he the highest paid player in the league or second? I think Harden might be high, highest. Somebody like that, or, or Chris or, Paul, or Steph, maybe. Well, one of them. He's and in the top five. I know that much. Whatever the pro rate, he, he'll still be making good money. He'll yeah. be making like twenty-five mil, he and he make, probably makes most of his money outside of basketball. Yeah. At this anyway, point. so you know, them prorating it and like cutting the salaries and everything won't really hurt him per se. And A guy like Jared Dudley, though. Yeah, he. Um, he I mean, on he's made minimum. money throughout his career. But like, I mean, yeah, exactly. a lot, a lot of these guys, if they do shorten the season where they have to, like, you know, imagine Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I would be sick, bro. Like, a like, lot of money. Exactly. But I mean, you either giving up the money or you giving up having like, you know, off nights because you're really not gonna have no. them. Like, you're either gonna be playing a back to back or a three game and five night stretch. You know, pretty constantly. To Might fit be three all and four. In. They're not going to have an all-star break. Obviously, yeah, they've already that's like talking be a about casualty. that. So I, I don't know. It's a lot of different, you know, things you have to take into account. Yeah. So and so you see a guy like Danny Green, who was just on a podcast with the Ringer with Logan Murdoch, and he said that if the season were to start back in December, LeBron is not going to be there for the first month. That's a very interesting thing to say <laughs> right now. Do you I think mean, that's hyper? Do you think that's hyperbole? I think LeBron is gonna play. Yeah, he he may like. I'm only gonna play like a couple minutes. Like we're we're gonna work, you know, everything back in. We're coming off of a championship. I'm really interested. I mean, the draft is in two weeks. No, well, a little less than three weeks. Yeah, a little less than three weeks. On November 18th. Yeah. And uh, then free agency is you know probably gonna go right after that if they supposed do. Supposed to be December first. So how can you have free agency, and then three weeks later, <laughs> the season is starting? Yeah, they're gonna have to push it up to be right after the draft. I like think the, the week free, after I, the draft. I damn near think like yeah, it's gonna have to be somewhere like that. Like like the twenty fifth, Thanksgiving Day, this shit start. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of different things you have to take into to account. But I don't know. I feel like the NBA they really want to get back on schedule. They they have to. They, they're determined. They're determined to like end in April, and, get and the have the Olympics, Olympics, you know, available and everything. And just get back to an October start. Like I really, I think that if if we had this pandemic or this situation weren't happening the same time as we're approaching the 75 year anniversary of the league, as well as like you said, the Olympics, mm-hmm. I think there might be a little bit more flexibility with wanting to play into the summer. Yeah. Or just like delay the start of the season a little bit longer, yeah. but it just it happened at the worst possible time. Yeah, and so the league they've already had. You have to think they've been planning the seventy-five year anniversary stuff for a while now. Yeah, and so they have to get back on schedule for October twenty twenty-one for the start of that season, twenty twenty-one twenty twenty-two season. I think that's the biggest incentive besides the the money that they have to recoup from what they already lost with China. The China situation. Yeah. And I so, mean, the virus, too. Exactly, and the pandemic. So, it's, it's just a tricky situation. And, like you said, everybody thinks LeBron is the main guy pushing back against 
starting in December, starting on, and would prefer Martin Luther King Day. I mean, in all the LeBron haters' defense, <laughs> he's like the clear person I would think. If anybody's pushing Oh, back, 100%. It's probably... It's not even a question. The veteran guys who just got done playing like him. Maybe Chris Paul is pushing back. I mean... It's President of Player Association. I, I don't know. I feel like... You know, Katie and Kyrie, they like, man, we ain't played. Like, oh, you, we, we ready to hoop. You have to imagine Kevin Durant out of anybody is ready to play. Like, Yeah, he ain't played in like two calendar years now. If you think about like, he came, an Achilles injury usually takes you Him a and John year. Wall, too. Yeah, John, John Wall, Wall hasn't played in two years. It usually takes you like a full year to recover just to get back to yourself. Yeah. He's going to have almost two full years. So is it unreasonable to expect him to possibly come back and be He's going to have to guy. shake the rush off. No he shake the rush he, off. he got to get like, back in that, that game mode. But I definitely think he'll be better off now yeah, than had he that's come back last year. That's, and I think that's interesting. He's We're going on like 19 months off for him. Yeah. But July 2018. That's crazy. And we're, we're, we're in 2020, and he hasn't played again yet. Yeah. Speaking or 2019. Of, July 2019. It was – no, it was June. June 2019 was when he tore his Achilles. June 2019. June 2019 was when he tore his Achilles. the right. finals. Yeah, but circling back to LeBron because, of course, everything always comes back to LeBron when it's NBA-related. <laughs> um, recently, the plot, allegedly the plot of Space Jam 2 leaked online. And, you know, this is a big project for him. But, you know, with this plot leaking, it got us to thinking about here at Play for Keeps, who are the best basketball character basketball movie characters of all time or tv characters or tv characters and if it's possible to build two teams out of the best guys so of course with us having downtime with the nba being done in flux for when the start of the 2020 2021 season is going to start we decided it would be a fun exercise to put a pool of 15 guys together the best 15 that we thought made the most sense Right. And we're going to do a live draft here. I'm going to play for keeps with you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a coin to flip the coin to see who's going to get the first pick. And once we make these, once we draft these guys, after each pick, we can explain why we're taking this person, what they're adding to our team. And we'll see how each team stacks up <laughs> when this all ends. And, of course, you guys, once you listen, you will be able to chime in when it, and tell us, who you think has the better team, of course. So Drew has the coin. He's about to flip the coin. All right. Um, you want to make the call or am I making the call? I'll be heads. All right. Heads. And we got tails. Oh, wow. Do, do you want to pick first? You I'm definitely picking first. <laughs> I'm 100% picking first. I definitely just got screwed. But this is Drew's coin as well. I want you all to notice. Uh, I feel like he, he just pulled some trickery because this, this is not even a regular quarter nickel or anything. I've never seen this coin before. I think there's some funny That's business a at play. Hong Kong point. Hong Kong coin. <laughs> there's some funny business at play. I'm we fixing the draft. We bringing Pat Ewing to New York. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm definitely taking Ray Allen. Oh my goodness. Jesus Shuttlesworth. If he got game, I didn't even have to think. That's definitely my number one pick. I'm not even looking back. That was definitely going to be my pick. I mean, we're talking about the number one player in America. He literally could have gotten his father off death row if he by, going, by going <laughs> to, the, by going to the, the warden's alma mater. Big state. Go, go to my alma mater, and I'll take your dad off of his life sentence. 
for killing and, your mother. And I will let him walk free. We're talking about a guy. That's a generational tag. Bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> like, every college in America thought he was either going to go to the NBA and be the number one pick, or he going to go there and dominate and then go be the number one pick. And we're talking about a guy who resurrected Stefan Marbury's school. Lincoln. Lincoln. The resume, we can go on and on. So he, he's like the most... He's got to be like the most bulletproof high school prospect. For sure. <laughs> like, For sure. What could he not do? Like when he told when he told Denzel at the end, "What you want me to beat you with the jump shot? Don't like jump shot. <laughs> I can do whatever. Like you're at my mercy. Like Damn. Jesus is definitely the best <laughs> basketball. He's the blue chip. Ever. He's definitely the blue chip movie character. He was definitely the prize of winning the coin flip. One hundred percent. So you took who? was clearly the top dog here but i think that this second pick is a guy who is also a franchise changer i think that i'm gonna get great value from especially at his peak his peak performance i'm going to draft out of blue chips neon aka shaquille o'neal with my first pick in the first round seven foot I mean, you you see you seen the movie. If if you seen Blue Chips, Nick Nolte came and got him, and he was <laughs> dunking everything. Like they, yeah. he was a man amongst boys, and he was a child pretty much. He was a high schooler or a young man. And so we've all seen Shaq in real life. What he is, I have no reason to believe an exaggerated version of him in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be even better for my franchise. So. We all know wings in today's league pretty much dictate how far you can go, but I think there's always an exception if you have an all-time great Pantheon-level big man. Yeah. And this is the guy I'm hitching my wagon to. I'm putting the ball in his hands from day one, and we are going to run our offense through him. That is my first pick, Neon That's a good from pick. Blue Chips. Definitely a good pick. Um, all right, I'm going to take... I'm going to take Calvin Cambridge from Like Mike. Now, <laughs> obviously, I could go on and on. Michael Jordan, literally in a how tall was Bow Wow? Like five two, a five two. At this two time, body. he was definitely about like he's about five three, probably around this time. I'm basically getting Jordan right now. I got Jordan. And Jesus Shuttlesworth in my backcourt. Yo, right he was now. five three Duncan. Yeah, bro, he dominated the league. <laughs> he won the dunk contest. He won the three point shootout. He won everything. He was like Riley. up Isaiah Thomas, bro. Like, yeah, I'm Celtics Isaiah Thomas with with legit hops. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Cambridge. I think he's a very, very good pick. Him, him, and Jesus Shuttlesworth. Your backcourt is crazy right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. To you. Now, I'm actually have Jesus running the three. I got another good pick coming up if you don't take them. Okay, so you have Calvin Cambridge and Jesus Shuttlesworth as your, your two picks so far. I drafted a big, so now I need to get a perimeter player. And I think that the second best basketball character perimeter player ever could be argued he's the best. I'm taking Shep from above the rim. Very, very good pick. <laughs> because... He he showed up to this game. He he dominated in slacks, bro. Like yeah, he averaged thirty eight. Exactly, he averaged thirty eight. Like 
And I think him, he, he has a different type of mentality. When you see your best friend jump off the, the rooftop, <laughs> it sticks with you. He's playing for something greater, something bigger. <laughs> and I think he's going to be hungry every night. He's going to show up every night ready to dominate whoever's in front of him to remember Nutso. So I want Shep on my team. I think that there's nobody who can guard him. If I need a bucket in crunch time, I'm going to put the ball in his hands or Neon's, and I feel confident that I'm going to come out on top every time. So that is my second pick. With the fourth overall pick in this draft, I take Shep from above the rim. Okay. Um, With my next pick, I am going to take Will Smith from <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now, it was really hard for me to make this pick because I really – thought between him or Marcus Stokes from that same episode, the guy with the kid, yeah. who Will Smith like let score on him, because for some reason like Georgetown was only going to offer one of them, and they said, whoever wins the game will get the scholarship. We can get into that later, but... I want to get into that now. <laughs> you, you just... And your pick is final. You just took a guy with no killer instinct, no will to win. He let his... He let his cousin... Shoot a half-court shot and take the final well, shot from he, him. He also was better than the best point guard in the league at the time. He he used to beat <laughs> up on, on the Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> it's true. He blocked him out of bounds and everything. But if we think this guy's talent is undeniable, we know that. But does he have what it takes, that, that desire inside to really you know what? go get I, it? I, I don't think we need – he. he's literally playing with, with Calvin Cambridge and Jesus Shuttlesworth. A, a 12, 13-year-old is, is going to take the reins. He's our third option <laughs> offensively. And he was literally shooting from, like, half court in that episode. No, he, he was dominant. He, he, like, kissing the cheerleader yeah. on the side and everything. Oh, so. he was that guy. He was that so guy for I, sure. I think Will – Will is definitely a nice third perimeter option. I, I think I got I think I got a weak spot on your roster. Now, I, I know who I can attack. I know who I can attack. I could definitely talk shit to him and get him off his game, I feel like, 100%. But talented nonetheless. With my third pick, I'm going to get a little bit unconventional. Or it actually might be conventional still. It makes a lot of sense. So I have a center. I have a wing with Shep. I need a point guard. I'm going back to the Blue Chips wishing well, and I'm drafting Butch McCray, a.k.a. Penny Hardaway, to run the one for me. I need an athletic point guard. If, I'm, if I have to play against Calvin Cambridge, <laughs> I need 5'3 Michael Jordan. I need, exactly. If I have to play against 5'3 Jordan, I need an athletic guard at the top of my defense who can contain him. And what better way than to have a 6'5 Butch McCray run point guard for me he can do everything he can get to the lane at will athletic can shoot great field for the game like all we have to do is make sure that his mom has a house bro and we're good like that's what he wanted he wanted his mom to have a crib like we just get his mom a crib and he's gonna go out there and he's gonna give me everything i'm looking for from that point guard position and the calvin cambridge pick that influenced this pick for sure like I remember how much damage he did with those sneakers on. Man, <laughs> when he worked AI in that movie exactly. and got him with that in and out, he was like, how do you do that? Exactly. So I need somebody who they might not be able to go tit for tat with them, but I need somebody who I know can probably give him issues. 
And so I'm taking Butch McCray, 6'5 point guard, and I'm sleeping well. All right. So, man, it's tough. I really need a big, because Shaq at this point is probably going to dominate. So I'm probably going to take. It's a matchup problem. Ty Crane from <laughs> Coach Carter. <laughs> Ty Crane? Ty Crane. He was offended he was being compared, compared to, to LeBron. LeBron. He, he was like, LeBron James. I'm the only Ty Crane. I'm the only Ty Crane. Not only is Ty Crane based off of Tyson Chandler, who they thought was going to be Bill Russell. Really great defensive million. player. Yeah. Like, they were comparing him to, to the greatest defensive player ever. <laughs> Bill Russell's up there for sure. One of the greatest defensive players ever. Like, If not the greatest, he's one of the greatest. They were like, Tyson Chandler's going to change basketball. I remember... And he didn't quite change basketball, but he, he, I think that he lived up to the defensive expectation. He was the anchor of a. He won NBA a defensive champion. player of the year too. And he was the he was the anchor of a of a def, anchor of a defense for a team that won an NBA Finals. Yeah. So, I mean, I see it. He gonna yeah. be a little light in the ass though. He. Yeah. <laughs> Ty Crane will not be able to bang with Shaq, but. I mean, we got to do what we got to do. I, mean, I don't. Re- there really aren't that many like movie or TV big men. There's like, remember like the big Asian kid? No, no, the big white kid from from the movie Rebound yes. with Martin Lawrence. Yes. That's like the Fine only. For the smelters. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like he's literally like the only other like big man. Yeah, yo, you to put him on the, on the floor against Shaq, he's dying, bro. Like, get that baby off the street. Like, <laughs> it's a mouse in the house. For sure. Who? I can't even remember the big man from He Got Game or or anything. like. None of them mattered. Yeah. His, like, his supporting cast didn't really matter. Yeah. There, there really aren't that many, like, TV big men. Like. Or, or movie big men. Ty Crane was the, he's the only logical explain. He was the only logical pick for if you're going to find anybody who can match up with Shaq. Yeah. Or Neon, in this case. Damn, so that's your fourth pick. All right, so I have a point guard, I have a wing, I have a five. What else do I need? Shep can play the two or the three for me. So I'm probably going to draft another guard. And I think Butch can play the one or the two. Mm-hmm. His size gives him good positional versatility. I'm going to take, with my fourth pick, I am going to take, hmm. Give me, I'm really... I'm really conflicted right here. Like, this is really tough. Like, this is really tough because I have two guys that I really want to pick. You're on the clock. I am definitely <laughs> on the clock. I'm taking too long. But give give me Billy Hoyle. From White Man, from White Can't, Man Jump. Can't Jump. Give me Billy Hoyle because I need a guy who is low maintenance, but he can get the job done. Bro, the white Derek Fisher. That's it. <laughs> He's, I know I can stick him out there. He could play on any court in America. Exactly. He proved that he can play on any court in America in this movie. I need a guy who's fearless, which is that that's the best way to describe him. He has a torch on him. Yeah, he had a scope. On sneaky him. athleticism, as we saw at the end of the movie. <laughs> he has sneaky athleticism. The one flaw he might have is questionable decision making. Like we we have seen yeah. he's a he's not the best decision maker, but that's where Butch comes into play. I can take the ball out of Billy's hands, put it in Butch's hands, and, yo, if he's getting a little bit out of control, you take care of this, and we'll be good. So I'm taking Billy Hoyle to run the two for me next to Butch. Shep will be my three, and Neon is my five. 
I'm feeling good about my team so far. I'm feeling real good about my team. Man, <clears throat> getting a team that's going to be able to go back and forth with him. I thought about taking another big man because we're going to need people to help Ty Crane keep Neon off the board. But then I thought I probably going to want another guard because <laughs> we're going to probably have to run. So I'm going to take Quincy McCall from Love and Basketball. He dunked on his future BM. <laughs> his future wife. He, so he clearly does not care who's in he, front of yeah, him. He, <laughs> he does not care who's in he, front of him. He will literally do whatever it takes to win. He's a little bit of a hothead. You know what? You need guys like this. Yeah. And, and he, he can get under defensively. He, he made it to the Lakers. He didn't make it on the Lakers. He no, did. he got hurt. He got, he got hurt, hurt on the Lakers. Hill. Yeah. So, yeah, bones. so I've seen that movie a hundred times. I'm, I'm forgetting. <laughs> BET. Yeah, BET. Uh, you definitely run that movie into the ground. For but sure. Yeah, I'm taking him, so that will complete my five. That's your five. But Quincy, I think he'll bring a good amount of grit to our team and help round out a very well-rounded five. All right. So my last pick. How freaky do I want to get with this pick, bro? I'm looking at the pool of players. I'm really looking at it. I'm like, I can I I could go real left field. I could play it safe and draft the guy who I was thinking about drafting over Billy Hoyle. But I need I got a lot of pretty guys on my team. A lot of guys who I don't know if they really gonna rough it up. They gonna really get in the mix. Like I know Shep will. Shep clearly is proving he can. I think I know who you gonna pick. But I need somebody who really gonna I could throw out there. He gonna muddy the game up, make it ugly. Like. If Calvin Cambridge come down that lane, I need him to knock him on his ass. Like I don't, I don't need y'all thinking it's sweet. So I'm going to, I'm going to draft Will Harris character. I mean Wood Harris character, Motar from above the rim. He will not have guns in the locker room. We will not have. He got the duffel bag. Exactly. We will not have any. He got the shootout. Exactly. He got the shootout. It will not be anything of that stature. But he was, he was laying the wood on guys in, in. In those games. How many jump shots did he take in that movie? He took a few, didn't he? A lot of dunks. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of lobs. <laughs> a lot of lobs and a lot of hard fouls. And so, he's going to be a slasher. Your team doesn't have great size, so I can play him at the four. I'd say he's probably about 6'4". We can go. We can put him at the four against your team. And Will Smith was jumping, jumping center. Yeah. Hey, Will Smith got bounced. That's why I'm drafting this guy. I need guys like Will, Calvin Cambridge, Jesus. You got a lot of athletes. I need them to know, hey, this is no fly zone. Like, it's, we got the Jordan it's rules. But the it's day. Exactly. It's about, I got the Jordan rules, but for your whole team, for baby Jordan, future Jordan, Jesus, and Will Smith, I need all of these guys to know it's not sweet coming in the lane. Like, and Quincy from Cali. He, he real laid back possibly, bro. Like, I need these guys to know it's, it's a different type of ball when you step on the floor with my guys. Like, I got I got legit. I got literally. You got New York Hoopers. Exactly. And, and, and Neon. I got, I got literally real killers on the floor with me right now, bro. So, I'm taking Wood Harris character Motal with my last pick. And I'm sleeping well. Honestly, I'm really sleeping well with this team. I really think we're going to be good. I think we got real good defensive versatility, offensive versatility. And, of course, with both of us drafting these five each, there were players that were left out. That were left field. out. Man, I, 
makes me think we should have did coaches too. <laughs> but there aren't who who are like all the notable movie coaches like Coach Carter, Nick Nolte uh, from uh, Blue Chips. Yeah. Um, what's the guy from? Uh, Fury, not Fury Road. What is it? Glory Road. Glory Road. That's based off a true story, though. Yeah. Don yeah. Haskins, ain't that his name? Or yeah. Something? <laughs> um. Yeah. You don't never. You never really hear about the coaches. <laughs> Martin Lawrence from Rebound. Mar- Martin Lawrence from Rebound honestly might be the best selection. I turned this team around. Wasn't he a national champion <laughs> coach in college? <laughs> and he went to high school and turned a team of, of scrubs into a legitimate team. So yeah. he honestly might be the best movie coach ever. Like yeah. all things considered, resume resume for resume against everybody else. Yeah, he might be the best. Coach Carter can even win a championship. That's true. He had athletes, but he, he had athletes at the school already. They just needed some structure. And even then, he couldn't even get past Ty Crane. Like, yeah, his guys didn't respect him at first. Like, let, let's really dissect Coach Carter right now. Let's just, let's really, let's really get to dissecting this this guy. Like, his guys won the Christmas tournament, and he didn't even let them go to the pool party. He came and crashed we, the you, pool party. Clearly. They weren't supposed to be at the pool party because remember the dude's parents, yeah. the, her parents came, came back. back and everything. But that's not our fault. We got invited. We pulled up. Yeah, like let the kids have fun. I don't need a, I don't need a lieutenant general or, or drill sergeant. He, he a drill sergeant because yeah. he wanted them to. You will maintain the two point grade point average. Your parents thought that was you gonna, unrealistic. You gonna wear ties? <laughs> like, you gonna get a two point A tie and a two point is all you need to play for me. And they was like, "Yo, oh hell no!" <laughs> exactly. Uh, who is wh- this? Where are we gonna get the ties? Like, no way. That that was that was unheard of to be a C average student <laughs> and come presentable to games nah. was too much. But back to the players that were left in the pool. That we might have been thinking about drafting, but they just weren't good enough to make the cut. Man, I really wanted to take Air Buds. <laughs> That's I what really I, think. I said. I wanted to get freaky. Like how freaky do I want to get? I wanted to take Air Buds. I thought about taking Kevin Malone from The Office. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> watched the episode where they hooped at the end, obviously in the post credits. He shoots like ten shots. He doesn't miss at yeah. all. Very, very good. And then obviously I touched on wanting to take Marcus Stokes. Yeah, I thought but about I taking him. Because you took Will, I thought about do I want to play mind games to get gimmicky? Oh, Will ain't gonna be able to score at the end. <laughs> like he, he see his son he, in the crowd. You don't want to keep food off Marcus uh, Yo, he, Marcus Junior. Uh, play while Polinka comes to the game. He's like only one of y'all get a max contract. The winner of this game Will and Will Smith, see his son in the crowd. I live in a mansion in Bel Air. <laughs> I don't. I don't need I don't, hoops. exactly. So I was thinking of that, but the person that really. I wrestled with when I took Billy Hoyle was his co-star Sidney Dean. Yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to take Sidney Dean or Billy Hoyle, but I feel like Sidney, as great as he was, and he might even be the better basketball player between him and Billy Hoyle. Yeah. I don't need two guys in my backcourt fighting over the ball. Like I know I'm putting that yeah. ball in Butch's hands. I don't need Sidney Dean causing any issues. Or being a, a lesser version of himself. You really picking Woody Harrelson I over am. Wesley Snipes? I am. He showed like he's, he can he can ball on any court in America. He showed us this. Wesley Snipes, God bless him. Sidney Dean was great, <laughs> but like yo, I don't need you butting heads with my starting point guard, who's clearly better than you. Y'all both play the same position, and like I was thinking of positional versatility, being able to play both of them 
on and off the ball, but I don't even know if he want to come off the ball. Will he be happy watching Shaq get 30 a night and you might only be able to get us 12? We only need 12 from you. Are you going to yeah. be satisfied with that? That's what. So I wrestled with him and Billy Hoyle. I settled on Billy Hoyle because I need a, I need a shooter. I needed a shooter. Also, Savvy has good feel for the game. And like I said, sneaky athleticism. Shout out Bomani Jones. <laughs> sneaky athleticism. I think he's going to get us over the top. But <clears throat> this is a fun exercise. We had to eliminate, of course, real I mean, players. It, I, I could have taken, like, Michael Jordan from exactly. Space Jam with the number one pick. I mean, he can literally stretch his arm. Like I could, You could have taken <laughs> Michael Jordan from Space Jam. Kevin Durant from Thunderstruck was was on could have been taken. Yeah, could have. We want to get real like Kobe from Kobe doing well. I was gonna say documentary. I was just about to say documentary people like we could have drafted the guys from from uh Hoop Dreams, Arthur Aggie and uh yeah, what's his name? Will Will Gates? Yeah, or something like something that. like that. I'm probably butchering his name, bro. But you could have taken those guys. You could have drafted LeBron from. More than a game. Yeah. High school LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> you could have drafted high school LeBron. Yeah. Like, I mean, we had to put parameters Exactly. On so, we tried to keep it to real-life movie characters and not actual real-life NBA players. The reason that actual NBA guys like Shaq and Penny Hardaway were in the selection pool for this was because they were acting as other people in the and movies. And Ray Allen. And Ray Allen, Allen as well. It's Jesus Shuttlesworth. So, you, you just got to... Keep it as as fun as possible, and I think that we did that. I'm interested to see who the people think drafted the better team. You can go ahead and run your team off one more time for the people that are listening, and they'll be able to chime in and give their commentary when they hear this. All right, so I got it's, give them the positions as well. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna have to actually switch it around a little. I'm gonna have Calvin Cambridge at the one. I got Q Love and Basketball Quincy McCall at the two. I got Jesus. Jesus Shuttlesworth at the three, Will Smith at the four, and Ty Crane at the five. Okay. So at point guard, I have Butch McCray, Penny Hardaway at the one. At the two, I have Billy Hoyle, Woody Harrelson from He Got Game as my shooting guard. At the three, I have Shep from Above the Rim as my small forward. At the four, I have Wood Harris' character from Above the Rim. He's going to... He's going to take Will out this game. If there's one matchup I feel confident about on my team. That it's like Otis Thorpe <laughs> playing against, like, I'm trying to think who would be, like, the most finesse power forward ever. Like, Yi Zhilion. Yi exactly. He's going to take him out the game. Otis Thorpe, like, you're not scoring today. It's going to be a long night for you. And then, of course, Neon, Shaquille O'Neal from Blue Chips as my five. So, I think we both have... Two guys each that I think are completely unstoppable. Jesus Shuttlesworth for you and Calvin Cambridge. Yeah. And then for me, Neon and Shep. Yeah. I think, like, from what we've seen, like, they just aren't going to be able to be stopped. And then it comes down to the rest of the rosters. So, this would be fun to watch in real life. If it, like, this is, these I, feel like, I feel like we're underrating how much Will Smith. Oh, he was nice as hell. He was nice like, as hell. He legit could not miss no, a shot. He was at nice all. as hell. But it's something. He's gonna be the guy on your team that Skip Bayless, Stephen A. No killer instinct. No killer instinct. Like they don't have no dogs. Michael <laughs> Jordan would have ripped that ball from him and say, exactly. "Your son can find another way to eat." Exactly. You better. You better go. You better down, go get a job. You better apply for welfare. So I'm like, it's, you better. That go ain't get my a problem. Job. Like. 
that's not gonna be his issue. So no killer and I think that that's the that's the one weakness I think I I can exploit. I want pre ACL Quincy McCall too. Before everything started to fall apart for him, he he, he legit became like a stay at home mom. Yeah, at the end, he was he was stay at home pops while for she Monica, was the breadwinner. She went Monica. Became, she was playing for the Sparks. She was and playing, playing overseas. She was a dog and was like, "I'm the breadwinner." I thought about drafting her. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I thought about it. I Take was like, Monica. Yeah, like I thought about. I was like, "Yo, she might be able to handle Bow Wow." <laughs> Like, I was like, she might be able to handle Bow Wow. I mean, she cooked Quincy at literally Yo, the whole movie until at the end. He took his knee brace off. He said, I'm done playing. I'm done. <laughs> like, he's like, I, I really want to marry Tyra Banks. I don't want to marry you. Like, he, he really, he wasn't playing with her, bro. But Quincy is, if Quincy the X Factor. I'm going to tell you why he's the X Factor. Because... If his mind is clear from his from finding out his pops is cheating on his mom <laughs> and his knee is right, the Allstate guy <laughs> exactly was cheating on his mom. If he, he, the fake Denzel word to Kanye, if if, if if he can, if his mind is right and he's not thinking about his pops cheating on his mom and his knee is fully rehabilitated, he is he is actually a third unstoppable option. He might be a, he he's a problem. He really is a problem, bro. Like, yeah. So, I really have to keep an eye out on him. I'm I'm scouting him. That's a guy Billy Hoyle, you got your work cut out for you tonight, bro. Like, you have to keep him <laughs> in check. Like, you have to you have to not get dominated by him. Like, that is he's actually the guy out of You're going to put Woody Harrelson on Crenshaw <laughs> High's finest. Some got to give. Wow. I can't put him on Calvin Cambridge. I have to put Butch on Calvin Cambridge. But I will say this. If Calvin Cambridge proves to be too much for Butch, I will sacrifice Woody Harrell's. If he's going to get 55 on us regardless, light his ass up. Butch, go take out Quincy McCall, bro. Like, I, I will make the switch. Rush yourself on defense. Exactly. You got to go get your money exactly. on offense. <laughs> you got to take him out the game. Like, So I will make adjustments through the floor of the game. Whoever between Jesus... And Calvin Cambridge, whoever got the hot hand, who has proven to be the real issue that night, I, it will dictate who's guarding who. That's a good matchup plan. But, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what our listeners say about these teams and who they chime in with. I feel like there might even be guys that we might have forgotten about that we didn't even add in the pool. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear who they say they would have picked that we might not have picked. Or just see what teams they might come up with. Yeah. Because... This is like I said. This was fun. This was a fun exercise, something fun to do, and I know they're probably going to enjoy this as well. But yeah, man, I think we're getting y'all up out of here in six games, though. I think it's seven game series. We get y'all out of here in six. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm worried about not having any bigs. But <laughs> Ty Crane, we, is we got a running gun, and I, I think we can put up enough points where we're tough to to outscore. Jesus and Calvin Cambridge. I'm not gonna lie to you. They, they they have me worried. Like I said, if Quincy's mind is right, he got me worried. Are are those dusty ass Nikes gonna last a seven game series? No, they're it's, gonna fall. Like, when that shoe like, rip open, exactly. Calvin Cambridge, he becomes unplayable. We might as well throw me out so there. He, you need to have built. You need to get that series all the way quick against us because the longer this lasts, them shoes wear exactly, out. Exactly, those shoes might give out. Game seven, I can't play today, coach. Yo, it's gonna get bad, and if he can. That's 40 points out the lineup. 
Like, can he he goes from forty points a game play to, to can coach. he even, can he get a basket? Can, can he I get, can I defend? Can he defend? Get a bucket? Anything? Like he becomes literally unplayable. That's lunch. So you're gonna have to get us out of here quick. I'm banking on winning a long game with you guys. That's actually a very good. You got to get us up out of here early. You need to beat us in five games. You got to beat us in five. You got to hope Shaq missed some free throws at the end or something. Or, man, like, Billy Hoyle just can't guard anybody in the backcourt. Bow Wow without them shoes might as well be, uh, who, who did, uh... Bow Wow without the shoes is Bow Wow against Kobe Bryant. <laughs> like, that, that's who he is. That, that's I exactly who he say, is. Uh, homie from He Got Game, uh, Ray Allen's cousin Booger. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, he, he might as well be him. It was Hill Harper character. <laughs> yeah, he... But he ended up, he's, didn't he play at Lincoln? Yeah, he, he was on the team. He's on the team, yeah. He, hey, just bring the ball to the court. Get, get us, into, get the that, ball. That's to Coach Jesus. Nephew, right there. Exactly. You got equity in the program, but yeah, man, this was fun. Like, this is a fun episode for sure. Like I said, you guys, when you hear this, just make sure you tag in who you would have picked, whose team you think is better, whose team you're taking. We can't wait to hear you guys' opinions on it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Play for Keeps podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Play for Keeps Pod. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Elite Media Group underscore. And make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RNC Radio Live for all of the latest podcasts that we have, all the latest content that we have coming out for you guys. We're expanding, doing more and more. We appreciate you as always. Until next time, we are out.